Hey, listener, this is Josh Elledge, CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We are actively seeking guests for our daily commercial-free entrepreneurial inspiration podcast. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to UpMyInfluence.com slash guest. Let's get on with the show. With us right now, Ollie Wood. Uh, Man, I just noticed that sounds so much like Hollywood. Ollie, you are found, that's probably why you went with it. I don't know, maybe, but you are found on the web at themetaproject.co. Ollie, thank you for joining us. I appreciate being here. Thanks, Josh. All right. What is the Meta Project? Uh, the Meta Project is being built to really, really help uh, business professionals and, and uh, career-driven men really to get their, their space back. Uh, because I think work is generally pulling us back into that. And I think the reactive uh, way is to focus on the work that's immediate and important right now rather than the stuff that's not urgent uh, and is still just as important, which is your own health. Uh, and when we start to be more proactive with that space, I think we're able to show up better tomorrow and make sure that that consistency stays. Yeah. So what is it about that audience? What's what's unique about uh, people like me? <laughs> I think... The, the first part here is simply the awareness of uh, how much we blunt our emotions and how much we feel <laughs> to get through all of the stuff that we need to do on a day-to-day basis, right? So the awareness of what comes through uh, tends to be more about what I need to do rather than how I feel when I'm doing it. So getting an awareness of building that back and realizing that you have a lot more of a uh, asset lying there when you work with your body rather than against it. Um, why would someone like, you know, someone who's, you know, a business professional, why would that be more, why would they be more inclined to have that kind of disconnect than say anybody else? Yeah, I think it's simply that we're taught to uh, focus on the things we need to get done and we tend to put everything else aside, right? I think Mm -hmm. the corporate space definitely. And then when we look at entrepreneurship as well, the same area is how much, how much can we do? How can we fantasize about the, all of the busyness that we need to, we need to add in when we look at the ability to actually be productive and effective long-term, we need to make sure our bodies along for that journey. So I think the awareness of uh, actually allowing us to show up sharper, allowing us to show up better uh, comes from that pr- more proactive nature of knowing where the brake pedal is as well. Because if we keep pushing harder and harder, we eventually hit some sort of wall and it usually hits us somewhere around 40. So taking that time to get your body back on your side and feel more in tune with that process uh, starts be- starts become uh, a more intelligent way of making sure the next 20, 30, 40 years of your business career uh, becomes a lot more productive, but also a lot more enjoyable because you're not uh, enjoying all the success without the body being along for the ride. So let's say that someone's in a position and they're like, listen, Ali, right now I'm in a huge push for work. And well, they've been in that huge push for the past several years, yep. right? And so they've let things slide and it's just, it's challenging to prioritize something that doesn't appear to have immediate consequences. So in other words, if I go out for a bike ride or for a run or I go lift weights or whatever, or I don't do it, yeah, I I probably might feel a little bit better, but it's going to be an investment of an hour. And I feel like, man, maybe I should be investing that hour in just growing my business rather than taking that hour and going, taking care of my body. Yeah. 
Yeah. How do, how do we need those? Working with, that's not why we're not working with 22-year-olds that have, are still in that game. <laughs> we're working with people that have had the tickle, they've had the whack, now they're looking at the full-blown truck, right? They've gone through those, those stages of uh, noticing that decline. And I think the awareness of, as you said, it is very much a, a challenging choice. There's all the immediate, as I said, important and urgent things coming up right now. But you're looking at the space of how we can hopefully be more proactive with our time, which means if we're in that business space and we have been for a while, I'm going to assume that we've got people working with us or for us. Uh, and then we need to get better at delegation. And I think uh, I had this conversation just yesterday. Uh, it seems to be quite big in the real estate space. We're I don't necessarily think that it's that you can't uh, delegate that task. It's because you won't. And if we start to look at the egoist attached to your ability to actually delegate out tasks because you're not the one that has to do everything, we start to become a much more productive business owner or leader, uh, as well as actually looking after our body a lot better as well. So I think they correlate. They they tie in really, really well because we're looking at the space of how we can do better at both without it just being more work. All right. So if I am going to make some investments in my health uh, on a daily or weekly basis. What's a good schedule for that or a good structure? Or like what activity should I be doing? Yeah, it's going to be something that very much depends on, on your space, where you are most productive, when you should be doing your best work. Uh, but I think the most important anchor there is really getting an idea of start and end of day. All right. So at the start of the day, it's really looking at uh, if we can nail the first 20 minutes a day, it's very hard to stuff up the rest, right? If we get in, if we w- wake up in the morning, we're already tired, we're straight onto social media, we're having a coffee to function in the morning, and we're into the day there, we're not doing a huge amount there to improve uh, how we're going to show up for the rest of the day, all right? Same at the end of the day, uh, creating clear anchors that allow us to actually have freedom and, and to calm down at the end of the day so we're not continually working till bedtime. Uh, the easiest one of those is, is emails, right? Again, it's uh, you think you're being uh, effective, you're being busy, but you're not necessarily making the best use of your time, right? So taking that time to identify what your uniform is for the day, right? That tends to be less and less uh, traditional these days, but getting an idea of what that uniform looks like. When that uniform comes off, that's game over for work, that's done tomorrow, right? So getting things written down, getting them out of your head, and just creating that space so it's not that con- constant mental chatter the whole way till 10 p.m. And then you're tr- wondering why you're waking up at 3 a.m. With a, with a new idea. All right. So taking that time to write things down and get it out of your head uh, was going to be a really, really good way to just create those anchors at both ends of your day. Uh, and especially right now in lockdowns and getting an awareness of um, how much uh, our, our working spaces and our home spaces are merged together, those anchors become so much more important. Uh, one of the, the uh, quotes, I guess we use a lot through our coaching program at the moment is finding freedom within discipline, right? When we've got so much vagueness going on, we tend to uh, be direct, directionless. We tend to be merging all these tasks together. So we feel more scattered and we're not getting anything done. So creating those anchors, whether that be at home, work or in between, taking that time to create that space for you, I think is much more productive. Um so when you work with somebody, what does that look like? How do you engage with them? Or, or And I, I'm asking, I guess, um, in terms of like, what's the, what's the change that you're able to help create in people's lives that might be a little bit more challenging on their own? 
Yeah. Uh, the biggest thing for us is more energy, getting the body back and making sure that we can get it back to a level where you feel good again, right? You, you know what 20-year-old energy looked like, but it's a it's a far distant energy um, memory, right? So we're taking that time to look at uh, all of the components of that, getting your body back on your side. Because at some point along that journey, you started to things get a little harder, right? What you put in started to result in a different output. And we were trying to take that time to get an awareness of okay, the body's working against us rather than uh, our traditional version, which we're probably still doing in business as well, which is work harder, push harder. It's taking that time to actually find that brake pedal, find a way to get more out of the body and out of our business or our productivity day to day by making sure it's working with us. So we tend to look a lot deeper into uh, this holistic nature of getting the body back on our side, uh, building that gut health back, getting awareness of liver, hormones, thyroid function, really getting all these things that that correlate to high levels of fatigue or high levels of toxic load to get that body actually working again because it's not what we eat, it's what we absorb. And once we can absorb that food properly, we're going to get a lot more energy, we're going to have a lot more mental clarity, and we're going to enjoy that day a lot more. Um, okay, so uh, now for all of our friends that are listening, um, I, I want to I feel like I, I want to give them some homework. Uh, mm-hmm. what's, what's like one change that, that you would recommend that you think, listen, if you just do this one thing, I think, you know, there's definitely some good return on investment from that. And and what's maybe that one thing that you would say would be a great first thing to start making a habit out of? Yeah, uh, there's a lot of that that uh, we could tie in for the individual, but I actually put a, a five-day challenge together that would be a pretty good place to start simply because it allows you to walk you through that step-by-step. It's completely free and it allows you to just go through, a, it's basically a five-minute uh, video per day, which allows you to really anchor into that space. Now, rather, because I'm directing you to that rather than just uh, one thing to focus on, it's because one of those is going to resonate for you much better than what I tell you on a podcast, right? Taking that time to look at a time order and mapping out what that looks like in your day and how you fit back in your day. Uh, day two, we tend to dive a lot more into like identifying your health anchors, right? What are those foods that cause that inflammatory response in the body, causing you to feel uh, sluggish or run down? So it's no longer fitting you into a diet that's going to work for a season. We're actually getting an awareness of what's going to be a, a, a food plan that works for you long-term, right? So that nutrition base. Uh, day three, we start to look into an awareness of um, your sleep. And as we're talking about today, being more proactive to be more proactive tomorrow, right? Taking that time to be more productive in a way uh, that we're looking at your space, your anchors, and how we fit you back in your day. Uh, training, as we talked about before, getting awareness of rather than just working harder, doing more runs and thinking a switch is our most productive version of uh, staying in, in good shape, taking that time to build that strength and contraction back into good routines. I think weight training is a big part that as we get older, we think we need to do less of, which in reality, we actually need to do more of to maintain that level of structural balance, integrity of joints, all that good stuff. So we feel good long-term. And with day five, we tie it all together much around what we're talking about today, which is rather than the push, we find the pull, right? So rather than relying on motivation, willpower, we're trying to find a, a way to build that bigger anchor and make sure it's something we're working towards. Because as you said, Josh, it's not necessarily a, uh, it's not going to have immediate consequences right now, but if we have a bigger vision that we're pulled towards and we put as much importance on ourselves as we do our business, we get so much more out of the day. When you're talking with somebody, and um, I, I know I struggle with this, I'm sure I'm not alone. <laughs> uh, and that is, uh, you know, I lay down, uh, like I, I'm tired at night. And then finally, I lay down. And then that's all of a sudden, like my brain, that's when my brain lights up. Because <laughs> then, you know, I don't have the distractions, that sort of thing. And I'm kind of just left to my own thoughts. And all of a sudden, my own thoughts just go, you know, and all of a sudden it's, uh, you know, it's party time for Josh's brain. Um, any ideas on what I could be doing? 
Yeah, I think the biggest, uh, you know, I'm in some pretty high level uh, business spaces. And I think one of the big things that comes up consistently is once we have, as we talked about before, giving that space for delegation of certain tasks, we give our space for more thinking time, more strategy rather than, you know, being working on the business rather than working in the business and taking that time to create the space to maybe have those thoughts and actually write things down. Uh, now, I know that's not always possible, but the big thing I always do is I've always got an iPad or a, or a, a book uh, next to me so I can write things down, get it out of my head as we go through the day. And then I'm just ruthlessly prioritizing what needs to be the focus for that next day. So I think getting them out of your head and being able to, you know, your, our brain is a great idea generator. It's not exactly a great storer. So taking that time to get it out of our head and actually be able to look at that on paper uh, in itself will be a, a massive uh, load off your brain, but taking that time to then identify what's going to be the next step is usually my best way. Um, but otherwise, I think, you know, like the only thing I've done this morning, it's a, it's an early early morning for me. Uh, the only thing I've done before getting on this podcast was a, a simple 10-minute meditation, right? And sometimes those can be fantastic with, you know, uh, leaning into the breath and, and um, you know, doing a body scan or whatever that might be. But this morning, it was just uh, compartmentalizing thoughts, right? And taking the time to maybe even just work with one for a little bit. And that's not traditional meditation, but in, in a space of uh, business and a space of running your own business and all these thoughts going on, mm -hmm. I think creating that space to just explore those thoughts without the mental chatter is a, is a pretty big asset. Yeah. What about people who don't like to meditate? Like, it's just, oh, it's so bored. And my brain just goes monkey brain anyway. So what's the point? Uh, one of my mentors early on, uh, the biggest thing that he said there was, if you can't, you must, <laughs> which I think would be a nice way to lean into it. Um, but the same way, I think it's just finding the anchor for you because meditation is uh, a really, it's more the label I think most people have uh, a, a problem with. It's the same with journaling, right? I, I, we did an uh, actual interactive journaling workshop with our uh, coaching team last week. Um, and we went through it. We had three questions. We, we nailed it out. We nailed it in about three, three to five minutes. Uh, and everyone's like, that was fantastic. That was really simple. And that was easy. I just had this caught up notion of what journaling was, right? Dear diary, I need to write these things down. So when you've got some sort of masculine nature of what you think that is compared to how productive it can be, it's completely what it needs to be for you. So meditation could simply be you know, six to six to 10 breaths at the end of your bed, being able to feel some sort of diaphragmatic expansion, getting an mm. awareness of being in tune with your body, right? That's going to be high performance, high performance sports as much as that is your stay at home mum, right? You, you have your perception of what you think that is, but taking that time to anchor it into how you show up better, I think is just your perception of what you think that is. Mm. And, and what kind of an impact can that make if we're taking that time to, you know, kind of take those deep breaths? Why do, how does that really help us? Yeah, I think two things. One is going to be your attention, right? That's your biggest asset in a day-to-day -day basis. It's pulled every different direction. Uh, mm. Food alone, you've got 219 <laughs> decisions to make on food on, on average yeah. every day. That's just food. So if we look at all of the other things in the day that take your attention, we're just complete scatterbrain. So taking that time to pull your attention back to a, something as simple as a breath and you take your time to build that up, I think that's one of your biggest assets, assets in business. And the second part to that is going to get an awareness of your... Uh, central nervous system, getting an awareness of being aware of that stress, you know, fight or flight versus the rest and digest response. If we're in that highly stressed response, we're going to have poor digestion, we're going to have poor immune function, we're going to have poor recovery, and we're not going to be able to think and be productive through that day. So being able to anchor back to something like a breath, and it's been shown at least six breaths 
to bring yourself back into that calm rest and digest response is going to improve all of those things quite easily. So uh, again, it's just the building that muscle with proactive thinking because it doesn't have the immediate consequence quite right now. But if you continue to do that day after day, you'll see that build. It's just compounding. All right, listener, your assignment after this podcast is to take six slow, long, deep breaths. Does that sound, sound good? Perfect. All right. And then what they're going to do is they're going to go to your website and uh, your your website, Ollie, is, uh, oh, I had it just up here. Oh, I started, I started filling out your little, uh, the metaproject.co. I actually started uh, filling out the fat loss anchors quiz. Uh, what is that? Uh, that's really diving deeper into this understanding of maybe some of those uh, identifying your anchors, identifying what uh, components of what builds health uh, are holding you back. So rather than just nutrition training, we're getting awareness of some of these anchors coming through. Yeah, excellent. So you could do that. Uh, what else would someone do when they go to your website, themetaproject.co? Yeah, so we're in the process of building back out that five-day challenge to be a little bit easier to see cool. on the on the website. Um, I think once you're in the website, you'll be in our loop, you'll be in our circle, you'll see that challenge. Um, but we'll have that on that page at some point. Um, but I think those are really going to be the two places to, to focus. The fat loss quiz just allows you to have a look at uh, some of these other co- components that come through. And then the five-day challenge is really going to be a way of just sequencing that in a way that simplifies it, gets rid of all the extra chatter and gets you to focus on one thing. Because the last thing I want to do is be like everyone else and add lots of different things and a fancy supplement that's going to change your digestion, a fancy this and that. It's taking that time to understand your body and build a skill set that long-term you actually understand what's going on and it's going to allow you to be productive long-term. Yeah. Excellent. All right. Hollywood, I appreciate you. Thank you so much for joining us. And again, your website, themetaproject.co. Thanks, Ollie. I appreciate it, Josh. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now, if you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, tag us with the hashtag UpMyInfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? Well, we're going to promote you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans, totally free. Now, can you also hook us up? Now, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. Now, my name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Now, thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Mm-hmm.